0: Welcome to Fate's Wide Wheel, a Quantum Leap podcast with Sam and Dennis. We are coming to you from our top secret headquarters at Project Quantum Leap, but you can find us online at fwwquantumleappod.com, or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fate's Wide Wheel, and please do us a favor by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes. Sam keeps referring to it as Kevin running away. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But it's very clear that he's abducted, but they keep talking about him running Running away. away. And I realize it's the voiceover that Al makes at one point saying, like, Kevin's bloody clothes were found in the back of a van or whatever. I don't feel like that was in the original script.
0: No, and the the murder and man was like, not in the original script it, either. Those yeah, no. really? so, total I, inserts and did not afterwards. feel like a part of the same episode. And so at
1: I wonder if it was not one those, first. And so, I, and so I wonder if it was one of those things because I know I know, well, okay, I know yes. it's happened. I know it's happened on other episodes where like they they got the episode in the can and they realized they didn't have enough time. They didn't have enough of an episode to fill in. Their so lives. they just so they
2: just <laughs> add yeah, the, 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 the rape van. <laughs> so they
1: went back. People were sitting up. Yeah,
2: I mean, um, the, the, well, because I well, first I'm thought the I, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I first thought that it was like when the whole like run thing. And of course, I mean, in my. This was my 2018 brain, not my, you know, 80s brain Thinking, oh my god, he's gay He's gonna run away because he's uh, gay
0: yeah, sure. Bet you thought, totally thought the same thought thing. thing Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean,
2: I wouldn't have thought that at the beginning but, uh, When I watched it the first time mm-hmm. As a kid, but
0: So, yeah, let's, let's you know what, let's dive in <laughs> we, We've got two colos We, is, we really have uh, we, yeah. I know,
2: we've, uh, audience, we've already been talking for like 40 minutes Just
0: We really have, it's been <laughs> great Yeah uh, for for those that listened to last week's episode um, about Animal Frat with Chris, um, uh, this is we're recording right after Same that. Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, we've probably spent a good half hour, forty five minutes or so um, let's, let's give about cheers for Chris. So, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Chris is great. I, um, it was
2: so nice to finally meet him in person and not just hear his, uh, dulcet tones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this, this episode, another mother, um, there are a couple of remarkable things about this episode. Uh, it's the first episode in, that we leap into the eighties. It's true. Um, 81. which now, now that I think about it, like realizing how close they are to present Day
1: in the life of the show. Yeah. I consider any episode that takes place in the 80s is kind of cheating.
0: A little bit. It's, <laughs> it's
2: kind of. Yeah. You don't have to mess with the clothes or. You know, yeah, you right. just kind right. yeah, of fudge it
0: a little bit. Yeah. Although, there's an outfit that Sam wears in this episode. It's the outfit that he wears, like, at the very. towards the end there, actually. Sure. So, yeah. Like, that outfit. That outfit was an outfit. Wait, that are belt? we talking
2: about the poet shirt and the teal skirt? Yeah. yeah. Um, I totally had that outfit when I was yeah, in middle school. That's is is weird, like the, not lying. the yeah. championship I'm Claire, by the way, hi. Hi. <laughs> so, so first
1: off, that outfit is so southwest, yeah. and to a segue, I don't know when that. we're going to actually end this episode, we're going to do a mini-episode talking about, uh, the, the rediscovered Lost endings. Yes. Mm.
0: uh,
1: and, and that, and the photos of that, uh, Sam or not Sam? Al mm-hmm. and Beth are very they very southwest. southwest. Have yeah, you seen those yes. photos yet?
2: I have not. We
1: will show those to you I'm later on. Aggressive. This is Claire. Hi. By the way, yes. I am Sam. I am Dennis. She's guesting on this episode, and we don't know when we're going to air it yet. So you may have already listened to it. It may be coming out the same week as another mother, but we're going to do a special episode where we just talk about that lost ending. Yeah. We're going to do a, a reading of that lost a dramatic ending. Dramatic reading. Oh boy! And, and Claire will will show you the photos. But yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, Al and Beth. In, in this scene that has been lost, they are very
0: southwest.
2: Great. Yeah. This is a very Arizona episode. I
0: it is. It is. And speaking of which, so directed by Joseph L. Scanlon, written by Deborah Pratt, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. uh, aired January 10th, 1990. Our leap date is September the 30th, 1981, and we are in Scottsdale, Arizona.
2: Wait a minute. The, the leap date is September 30th, and she takes talks about going to the Mardi Gras dance. Okay, I just got that. It's weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. I didn't even catch Good that today. one. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> we got some stuff to unpack. <laughs> t- what, t- yeah. <laughs> TV,
1: TV, TV guide description. Oh, oh I haven't read this before. The TV guide description is wrong. Uh-oh. Uh. No, 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 that's right. It's right. It's oh. right. We've had a couple drinks here at Project Quantum Leap here today. I'm catching uh, up slowly. Yeah. It's Mother's Day for Sam, Scott Bakula, as he leaps into the frantic life of a woman with three kids... One, a troubled teenager who will run away, never to return, unless Sam and Al can prevent it.
0: Pretty straightforward. There. Was he, yeah. was
1: he, did he run away, or was he abducted? We will get to that later on oh, in the episode. Oh, yes, we we, shall. we were already talking about that off mic. Uh, but, yeah, he leaps in, and he is surrounded by chaos. Well, before we get to that, we've got to get to the saga cell.
2: Yes. We are finally, yes.
0: We are finally to the Saga Cell. The Saga Cell has arrived. It is not the Saga Cell that we know and love, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, it is, the, it is the lone aberration <laughs> among Saga Cells. Yes, we're
1: going to edit in. Oh yeah, the the Saga Cell right now, so can you do can that. listen to it because it is very unique. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. Theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime, Dr. Sam Beckett led an elite group of scientists into the desert to develop a top-secret project known as Quantum
2: Leap. Pressured to prove his theories or lose funding, Dr. Beckett prematurely stepped into the project accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself in the past
1: suffering from partial amnesia and facing a mere image that was not his own fortunately contact with his own time was maintained through brainwave transmissions with al the
2: project observer who
1: appears in the form of a hologram
2: that only dr beckett can see and hear
1: trapped in the past dr beckett finds himself leaping from life to life putting things right that once went wrong and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home
0: has watched quantum leap before at length and not just through the blu-rays but in syndication or anything else is probably familiar with the normal saga cell which is performed by deborah pratt Mm -hmm. um a lovely woman's voice guiding us to the premise of the show uh in this case we don't get that we get mr lance legault a man's voice who a very sort of a very sort of theorizing that one could time travel you know like very like it's it's, it's jarring i was like
2: where it, it
0: it's
1: very dramatic and it's very much uh like if this were like a true sci-fi show this is the appropriate tone.
2: Right. So, uh, that's true.
1: Yeah. And the actor is Lance Legault mm-hmm. who appeared in How the Test Was Won,
0: which is appropriate because Claire as was her oh first oh was, yeah, my gosh, guest that episode was with
2: us. Cherry Pop Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh ah, God. the episode deals with which the should entities. actually
1: be the title of a podcast. It should be later. But uh, I
2: don't
1: so know what yes. kind of podcast was, it is. Speaking, uh, this is a bit of a tangent here, but at Sam's recommendation, this past week I started listening to the Twilight Zone podcast. Yes, and from the I very first episode, he, uh, the the host of that podcast, whose yes. right? name I can't think of right now. The original pilot for the Twilight Zone, very similar to the Saga Cell, had a very different voice yeah. from Rod Serling, and it was very much like Lance Galt in that it was a little bit over the top. Yeah.
2: Well, and I love that that's actually a great tangent because uh, Big Brother from Blossom also does a Rod Serling impersonation in this episode. He
1: does. Ah. I have then notes. He does.
2: Jerks. Yes, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he does. Awesome. I, I, I have that noted too because
1: yes, he does. He does. Yeah, I uh, mentioned on an episode a couple weeks ago. I'm slowly going back and rewatching all of Twilight Zone on Netflix right now. The, you know, unfortunately, it's is not it because black Mirror is too much? No, it's missing missing, because I I know there were five seasons, but they say on Netflix there's only four seasons. Because they're missing a
0: season that it it was an hour long. That's it. They've got all the half hour episodes, but they don't have the hour long
1: episodes. I don't know if I'm missing anything because I've heard that the hour long episodes are not that great because they're like padding time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just extra commercials. (sighs)
1: Yeah. Anyway, so so we finally have the Saga Cell. It is interesting to note that uh, in this first Saga Cell, which is kind of different from the Saga Cells that come later on, It's a little bit longer of an introduction, and they show us the outside, very briefly, of Project Quantum Quantum Leap, Mm -hmm. which, thanks to Matt Dale's book, uh, this was actually footage from an episode of the original Battlestar Galactica. Uh, It was footage of a building that wasn't—they didn't actually show the exact footage shown in Quantum Leap, but they probably shot this footage at the same time as they were shooting that episode of Battlestar
0: Galactica— more, more um, universal shows. So yeah. That makes sense. It was uh, actually another universal show that used it as well, and that was uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. <laughs> yeah.
2: But this was nice.
1: actually, and the, the building was actually from something called Expo 67 in Montreal, Canada. Well, there you go. Crazy have it.
2: Canadians. All right, I'm going to shout out to Allison and Julie. <laughs>
1: there we go. Uh, Allison and Julie, by the way, uh, they are the hosts of another great podcast, uh, the Podlander Drunk Cast. Where they get drunk and they uh, they, they they cover yeah. episodes of Outlander and it is an excellent. It's podcast. It's awesome. You, you don't
2: even have to like to sh- the show to enjoy the podcast. So that you should listen. to. Anyway, like so we
1: get the Saga Cell, we get this new uh, we get this
0: new footage, uh, and then we leap into Sam. <gasps>
2: yeah,
0: in midst of chaos. Oh my yes. god,
2: this is like my nightmare. Like I'm not <laughs> lying. Like the opening of this episode, I'm like, oh my god, no. no.
1: <laughs> I mean I, it was like, like I, was, I was watching this So with Betsy much respect
2: and, for moms. And, yeah. I was so watching much.
1: this with Betsy and we just have one kid and she
0: it was the same thing yeah. like
1: I
2: right? Yeah. What oh I, my gosh.
0: I I just have to say that the thing that really just leaped out at me, no pun intended, was the fact that they're fighting over We're a queen t shirt. <laughs> Also, what kind of T-shirt rips that easy?
2: I like, come on! They it at
0: it pretty extensively.
2: I don't know, but
0: regardless, though, regardless, yeah, they, they're, they're, they
2: just hulked out on it, and it was it was a little much. Yeah, funny. they
0: did. Uh, um, but but yeah, no, so we've got Kevin and Susan, uh, who are the older children. Uh, Kevin being the eldest, uh, and uh, Susan being the one in the middle, fighting fifteen and eleven queen way, T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Um, One quick note immediately to make is that Olivia Burnett, who plays Susan Bruckner, uh, will come back again very soon, actually, uh, in in a much larger, more substantial role actually playing someone that has been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we wanna do we wanna give it away? Sure. She, she plays she plays Sam's little sister's Kate. Yes! Oh my in a future She's Katie in a future episode. That's why she looked
2: familiar. Yeah,
0: and she was also she was also actually on um uh, uh, the uh oh, I can't think of it. yes the Torkelsons. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, was also was
1: the mom for that episode from an also another future Quantum Leap episode, I believe. I'm sure you are right. I think the mom <laughs> I think the mom from the Torkelsons was the mom in the episode Killing Time. Oh,
0: okay, so that gets us a little bit uh later episode. down the road. Yeah, um,
2: And then of course Kevin is played by a Chicago actor whose name I don't entirely remember but I just call him Big Brother Blossom.
0: Michael Stoyanov I believe mm-hmm. is how you yes. say that but yes you're right Chicago actor played uh, uh, We have Anthony. so many people to tag on Twitter in this episode I Anthony know, right. and Blossom. Uh, another thing that is not at all uh, surprising um, because it's, it's honestly been true of a lot of, of the guest actors that we've seen in the first couple of seasons um, but uh, um, Olivia, for instance, would actually go on to not only start another episode of Quantum Leap, but she would also do an episode of JAG, she would also do an episode of NCIS, so a lot of, lot of Donald P. Belisario stuff there um, and uh, I think most recently yeah. she was in Sons of Anarchy. It's interesting because her character didn't have a name. She played the homeless woman, but she was in like eleven episodes of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's also mention the third child, Teresa. Yes, Teresa is played by Troy Belisario. Bellissario. Uh-huh. She's so cute. Um, She is adorable. She's so cute. <laughs> uh, As is mentioned in Matt Dale's book, which yeah. we talk about a lot. And yeah. also, which one?
1: Which one of our listeners, Larry? He like he's already tagged that actor in, in, in a tweet to us on on Twitter. I think I may avoid doing so.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, she, you know, I I don't think she has any issues with it now, but apparently there was a while there where she did not, she was not a fan of her name, um, stemming from the fact that there was the episode named after it. Yeah! Uh, and, and apparently there was also a bit of, uh, um, whether it had anything to do with her, which I guess is part of the issue, is that Dean Stockwell basically told Deborah Pratt, like, don't do this to her. Let her have a normal childhood. Do not get her involved say, in acting. Yeah. Which, coming from someone like Dean Stockwell, who was acting from the time he was, like, six, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like, the dude knew like... what he was talking about. Yeah, well, you know? also, it, it,
1: it's in Matt Dale's book here that, after the fact, like, Deborah Pratt saw that what Dean Stockwell was talking about because after because the strength of her acting in this episode they actually started getting contacted by...
2: Oh, of course they did. By different producers, like, like, like wanting
1: to cast her in other things, and she was like, oh, what a... Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's obvious she's a four-year-old, like, reciting the lines that Mommy and Daddy gave her, but she she does perfectly Mm -hmm. great.
0: But they didn't... You know, the funny thing is, is they didn't keep her completely out of television, because she would do an episode of Tequila and Bonetti playing another character named Teresa I don't even know what
2: that show was. it was a
0: show that Donald Belisario produced as well it was another show of his uh, she would go on to do an episode of JAG she would do a couple of episodes of NCIS so like she was you know doing her dad's shows for the most part um, but now I think a lot of people quite frankly would know her because she was the lead role on Pretty Little Liars like she played the lead role of Spencer Hastings on Pretty, <gasps> Pretty Little Liars for seven years.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I'm totally confusing that with another show. I'm going to I've no never even heard of
0: that show before this week. When it's we like were, a when CW yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like a, like a teen,
2: like, rip your hair out kind of yeah. show. But there's
1: a the thing, like, when, when you when you texted me that earlier this week, Sam, like, I looked her up on, online, and it, I, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but, like, looking at her as Teresa... Or, is, yeah, Teresa in this episode, looking at her grown-up photos, I was like, oh, she grew up to look exactly what you think she would look like from, yeah.
0: from yeah, four years old. Totally, totally, totally. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, you know, she she does a great job in this episode, without a doubt, and I think that because she ends up being, we, we're getting all this chaos that surrounds Sam, and she's the thing that immediately grounds us oh by calling Sam mommy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, oh, he's a mom. Yeah.
2: But then, after the credits, that's not mommy, that's a man. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've always assumed that there was,
1: it, it, it was a, there was a little bit of a delayed reaction. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it, it, it took, like, for whatever effect for, for Teresa to see Sam as who he really was, it took a little
0: bit of, for that to kick in. Right on. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess brings us to, you know, we talked earlier this first episode in the 80s. Now we have a character that can not only see Sam as Sam... But also see that. the
2: mm-hmm. yucky yeah. shirt.
0: Yeah. Yes. So Although yeah, that
2: hat is amazing. So we that.
0: It's I think special. it's when we come back from commercial break, we get a, uh,
1: an establishing shot, and it's pointed out in Matt's book. The establishing shot of the home in the neighborhood He's in is actually from Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot that there was there was a stretch. Of I'm time still like,
2: afraid to watch that movie, uh, ladies uh, the, and gentlemen. I, uh, I've never I haven't seen watched it, since it. I was a I'm kid. So yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: there was a stretch of time, like back in the '80s, where a lot of '80s television. They did this. Totally. Yeah. Uh, a future a episode of qu- a future was, episode right. Quantum Leap uh, took footage from Field of Dreams. Um, I know The Incredible Hulk used stocked footage from a lot of 1970s movies. Both yeah. Universal shows, again. Right. Universal, <laughs> like, they were pillaging their when own they go on, back, guys, And it's also, it's something. It, it, and actually, Matt, that right? Matt does a great job of pointing out in his book there are several instances of Quantum Leap where actually they use stock footage of recent movies for establishing
0: yeah. shots. Absolutely. Why not? Uh, yeah, I mean it does make sense. More you know? money for I Al's mean, shirts. You're gonna save you're gonna yes. save some money and you're probably gonna get stuff that you would not have been able to get if Absolutely. you were shooting yeah, your own, right. you know. Um, so yeah, I mean it makes sense. Yeah. What are you what are you gonna do?
1: But anyway, so we come back from commercial break, and uh, and that's when we're like introduced to all the characters proper. We're introduced to Kevin, we're introduced to Susan, the fight over the t-shirt, the t-shirt's been ripped, now what to do about the
0: t-shirt. It's rags. It is, yeah, exactly. Sam, Sam Which,
2: slash mom does what I do. Old T-shirts become rags. It's great. Yeah. You save lots of now money just, on yeah. paper towels, ladies and gentlemen. And
0: it's and it's kind of and it's kind of great. The fact that I, I will absolutely say that Sam does not necessarily do a great job in this particular leap of being the other person. Oh, uh, no. Like he he definitely struggles. That said, the Whoops. way he handles the the beginning, it's like. He's a mom. Yeah, like, right. like, yep, that's what mom does. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, I'm taking this away from you and go to school. You We're know, like,
2: done with do, this.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. do your thing um,
2: um, until the four-year-old is just like, you're not my mom. And how scary is that? Yeah, for a little girl,
1: she takes it in stride. She
2: like, she's I- willing
1: to be around him. And I've, the man in the yucky shirt.
2: I just, I'm flabbergasted at this this child's capacity to just roll with it. Because Yeah, I
0: mean, she struggles at first, and I think that, shout out to Chris real quick, by the way, because the outfits that Al wears in this episode were, was what I was talking about, with Al basically looking like Perfect Self from Dragon Ball Z, which we brought up a couple of episodes ago, <laughs> yeah. because Al was wearing a very similar <laughs> suit, and so now he's, he's wearing he's it again. Just, he's green, he's green and black, you know. Um, but it is interesting, because Teresa does seem to have that Moment of being like, you're not my mommy, get away from me, you know, and she yes. does kind of run off, and, and, it, and it is interesting to think about the effect that this is going to have on her. What is also interesting, and we'll go ahead and throw this out here right now, I was going to save it for later in the episode, uh, is that Al says later on in the episode, is I will see you again. And you're like, what a shitty thing to say to a kid because now he's leaping out he's never going to see you again. However, there is a novel called Angels Unaware um, that revisits Teresa when she is an adult. Oh, that's
2: adorable! And
0: mm-hmm. and you know reconnects the characters. And the thing is, is, that the novel does not shy away from the fact that this kind of messed Teresa up. Duh. Oh, you know? I totally like, forgot about like, that. Like, well, like, yeah, like, like, like she was like she had a hard time with this.
2: No, because. It it's got to be one of those things where you're like, was was that re- did I make that up? Was that right. real? Mm-hmm. What really happened? Like, she's like, I never, I, I, I never really felt uns. They did a really good job of trying to make her feel safe. Yeah, And, like, and like, this is okay. We're not going to hurt you. We're here to help. Um, you know, the whole angels thing. Yeah.
1: I totally forgot that in the novel that yeah, they do address the fact that this kind of messed her up.
0: Yeah. Well, and the angels thing. Maybe I'm bringing it back to that real quick. Is is that yeah? That's the way. That they kind of talk their way out of it. it is like, well, we're an- you know, Al's yeah. like we're angels, sure, you yeah. know, and, right. and, and and like Angel Sam and Angel, Angel Al, Al. Yeah. And
1: like, yeah. But before we get to that, yes. there's 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 a moment where Susan comes back in and, and she explains like, get this, you're not a mommy, you're a man in mommy's clothes and, and whatever. And and before Teresa comes back in, Kevin makes like, oh, residual
2: flashbacks from your hip I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was Yeah, that was
2: good. No, he's like, he's kind of a jerk but in like a nerdy teenage, mm-hmm. mostly yeah. acceptable kind of way. Except when he asks her to make breakfast. I'm sorry, you're Evan, fifteen years old, you can make your own breakfast. Okay? You know,
1: when I was fifteen years old, I still asked my mom to make breakfast and food and dinner for me. Wow. Yeah,
0: I was, I was that kid. Well, yeah. and it is interesting too, though. Real quick, is, is like the actor Michael Stoyanov is actually twenty-four years old. Oh yeah, at the time they're filming this episode. Yeah. but I,
2: which is why it's okay that I find him attractive. <laughs>
0: well, going back earlier to what we were talking about, like seeing somebody in a show, and, and, and like we we saw them when I was age X, and now I'm at the age Y, and 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 when I was age X, I was like they're hot, and now it's like oh, but Natalie Portman's only thirteen, you know, in that in that movie, mm-hmm. and it's just sort of like ah, oh, well, I don't I don't watch beautiful girls the same way that I did when I was thirteen. No! You know? that oh god, uh, talk which about is a problematic great movie no. though. It's so yeah, it is, it is a great movie. Yeah, we'll come back to it later on, like, we, yes. the, the later
1: scenes between Kevin and, and Jack. It's like, we're like, when I first watched this episode as a kid, I was younger yep. than these characters. Yes. Oh, yeah. And now I'm older than these characters, yep. watching them be sexual with each other, and I'm like, Oh, yeah. Right, right, so right. So,
2: I'm, I'm 39, and it's not out of the realm of possibility that the woman that Sam leaked into is that age. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like, I mean, we're talking, you know, Mm -hmm. teenage kids in 81, I mean, she probably was very likely, you know, had started having kids in her very early 20s. Yeah. Um, You know, it's indicated that she didn't really have a whole lot of schooling, you know, like getting her real estate license and Mm -hmm. things like that. So, you know, possible. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't even imagine having three kids at at, at this age now. Right. Back then, it's like nothing.
0: And you bring up up a good point that we should address too, is that, yeah, it's made clear early on that, that she... She's a single mother. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. how
2: you do with that whole divorce thing, Mom? I'm right. like, way to be sensitive, jerk. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, so she's you know, she's gone through a divorce. She's gotten a real estate license. Yeah. Like, this is someone that is clearly like. Uh, you know, I I have to do something. Oh yeah,
2: she's getting her shit together real hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. and and clearly has like a, a like a um a system in place. You know, I mean, they've got the nanny, they've got the you know she she has uh, kind of all the bases covered, yeah. which makes it even more remarkable because there are times when Sam leaps into someone and they are usually inept. Animal frat is a great example, like <laughs> wild thing, like, oh my God, yes. dude is you know he's he's muscle bound football player who drinks beer and Sam is. <laughs> (laughs) a genius you know whereas in this case it's like Sam has leapt into a mother a single mother in 1981 who had her shit together because you
2: have to Like, that's the thing. Like, that sort of situation does not give you a choice. It's either I get everything... Like, you're the only one that runs anything, or your kids starve and lose your house. And so what do you do? You literally do everything you can. But I feel like you also make your kids help out more because they're not really doing a whole lot. And I'm sorry, you're 11 and 15. Do some stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say that one of the things, though, that probably... I think that one of the things about Linda is is that she's probably let the kids off the hook in a lot of ways, especially Kevin, totally. because I think that she's probably struggling with the ideas like all of a sudden like I it, it's not it's not just that I'm a single mother I'm a single mother of like a 14 year old 15 year old boy true and it's you know it, I feel like it's
2: probably pretty recent. Yeah, I, that's kind that's, yeah, of so why I said 14 maybe, or 15 yeah, year Yeah, like six yeah. months or so. Like, I don't, get, yeah, yeah, six I don't know how long a year. it takes to get yeah. a real estate license, Mr. I have a real Astonishly estate Astonishingly
1: short time. <laughs> 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 I mean, from the time you, you start, like, if you take a class, like, uh, for me, like, it was the start of August to I took my test the day after the Cubs won the World Series. Nice. To I was licensed by the end
0: of the year. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah, so yeah. not that long, yeah. but so yeah, I think I, I feel like you know she's definitely doing the best that she can. There's certainly an element of of disconnect, and you even get you you get the sense that there is a a closeness to the relationship between Linda and Kevin throughout the episode. Very much so, which it's is great gentle ribbing, right? But you also get the sense at a couple of moments that there has been distance created by the fact that it's 1981, and Kevin has seen himself as someone who has to be a man, mm-hmm. and here's a woman who happens to be his mother. Yeah. And and it is interesting, the dynamic that plays out between the two of them, especially with Sam now being there, and the things that Sam does um, to try to help Kevin, because as we learn, you know, his mission there is to keep Kevin from running, running away. away. Yes, we're about, to, we're about to get that.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah, so uh, Teresa comes back in, and, and they have this cute little moment. This is Angel Sam, and I'm... Angel Al, why? Why are you here? Oh, I'm here to help Kevin win the swim meet. And they have this cute moment where um, uh, Al is going to read Teresa a book, but but she has to hold the book and flip the pages because that was Al, so whatever. Cute. And I,
0: I love her line. Well, that's a good deal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Such a. Well, and and the funny thing is too is that because we've not actually heard the real mission yet, there is a moment as a viewer where you're just probably like, Wait, he has to help Kevin win the swim meet? Like. Is that really
1: what he's here yeah, I mean, talk, it's, we're a, poverty, about an it's f- a
2: real important swim <laughs> Right.
1: <It's laughs> Stay tuned. Like, it's one of those things, like, we were talking about on Animal Fret. Like, i was uh, seeing this episode as a kid. Like, I can't remember, like... How no, right. i like, oh, so... Well, that uh, sounds uh, fishy. Yeah. 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 Um, Sorry, I'm going to go to yeah. more Lady Chips. <laughs> no, please Yeah. So... Fuck that. Lady So they go off, and uh, there is a moment that I noticed watching it, and Al also, or Matt Dale also points out in his book... As Sam and Al, as they stand up, yeah. like when they get to the completely standing position, up right above Scott Bakula's head, you get a brief shot of a boom mic. Oh well, you know. What oh you really? Know? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's funny. Uh,
1: so they stand up, and so Sam's like, "Okay, what are we? What are we really here to do?" And Al says that sometimes in the next 48 hours, Kevin runs away from home, and this is something we were talking about off mic beforehand. At this point, we cut away from Sam and Al, and we cut to... uh, Rape van! You call it it the rape van. It's it's totally rape van. Yeah, as Betsy and I were talking, she called
0: it the murder van. Oh, yeah. Rape van, murder van, your mileage will vary. The scenes with the van... I couldn't find this on so yeah. you completely out of place. It's yeah, ridiculous. They have no business in this episode at all, as far as and I'm And apologies
2: to anyone who drives a van, like Carl Van, with blacked out windows. I'm sorry, but everybody knows you're driving a rape van. Everybody knows. It's just, it's what it is.
1: Yeah, but, uh, so, to to interject the, the weird element, it's like, they cut away from Sam and Al, and so we see the rape van driving, we see him drive past the sign that says Scottsdale, Arizona, yes. so many miles away. Right. And in a voiceover... With
2: the ominous Al, dust.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in, in a voiceover, Al says that six months later, Kevin's bloody clothes were found in the back of the van, and they never found his body, and the mom never allowed the case to be clothes. closed. Yeah. But going forward to the episode... They always talk about him running away. And at that point, like watching the episode, I'm like, no, like that's very clearly like he didn't run away. away. He was abducted. abducted. What are you talking about? And then to your point, we were saying, like, I feel like as the episode was originally scripted, we probably didn't see the van appear Mm -hmm. until towards the end of the episode. And then maybe the producers thought that people wouldn't understand where the van came from and they would think it was weird and maybe they where
2: need, did it come from
1: and maybe they needed <laughs> I mean, and maybe they needed I, and maybe they need to fill a GM like where yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and so maybe
2: these guys i want to know where they get their money to just like, just, like yeah. travel from state to state and just like yeah kids.
1: yeah and so. so maybe they needed the time to fill in the episode so maybe that's when they went back and they inserted these
0: shots of the rape van making its way towards Scottsdale. i wondered the same thing the other thing that i will say and, and, and again, I mean, I've taken issue already with a couple of little things here and there, but uh, I wonder, knowing that Deborah Pratt is such a capable writer, it just feels very un-Deborah Pratt. To have these van scenes early on. Yeah. Like, I don't imagine, and I could be wrong, and please, Deborah, if you're out there, feel free to write to us. <laughs> um,
2: Inquiring minds know.
0: But, uh, I mean, I'd love to have a conversation with her. Are you kidding me? But seriously, I, I think to myself, when I see that, it does not feel like the rest of the episode. It feels like something that a producer or, or somebody else said like, well, we need to do this or oh, stakes aren't high enough or, or something like that. Right. And that's unfortunate in a way. And the reason why I say that is because even if we were made to believe for the entirety of the episode that he that he ran away and then we find out at the end, it's like, no, he didn't run away. He was abducted. The sucker punch of that would have hit us
2: so much harder. Oh, yeah, than all this stupid foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like, to me, that feels like something she would have written mm-hmm. as opposed to what we get well, on the yeah. screen. No, yeah. well, this uh, is
2: why Rape Van gets its own jingle because. it's, <laughs> it's yeah. so, it's so, thing, yeah. so, yes. it's so uh, obvious and unnecessary. It's the like the ra- Rape Van jingle. Yeah. Yeah. But just for the sake of the discussion, <laughs> to
1: defend that choice. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There's there's a play that I love that I've never actually seen a production of. I've only read it. and It's called wow. Private Eyes by Stephen Deets.
0: Okay, and he has Stephen great, Dietz is a great
1: flavor. Right? Yeah, he has a great line in this one play uh, that says, "We always think we'll be present for the moment that changes our lives, mm. Mm. when in reality, the thing that is going to turn that's going to turn our lives upside down, that decision is made somewhere else in a room." unaware and then it hits us like a sucker punch all right so what i do love about it is that while kevin is going about his life there is a van driving towards scottsdale arizona where the where these two guys in the van they don't even know they're gonna abduct this kid they're gonna stumble upon him by chance anyway so just seeing like these two paths coming towards each other but there is something about that I appreciate.
0: And and, and, and here's where I do disagree, though. And, and I think that this is such an important thing that has been lost for the most part when as we consume our media. Orson Welles once said, I want to give the audience a hint of a scene and then let them make their own minds up about it. They will be, then be working with you. That's That's art. Mm-hmm. And I think that had we not seen the van the whole way our brains as an audience would have made up the story about the van getting there anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, our brains would have made up the story about these two dirtbags in the front seat who abducted Kevin. Like, our brains would have already done that. And then we would have been a part of the story, in a way, this part of the, the telling of the story. Whereas getting this overt reference to this van on a collision course for Kevin, it's just sort of like... Alright, fine. Like sure. I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I it's I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I still think Another Mother's a good episode, but it just there's there's something about it that makes me feel like it didn't belong yeah. initially. Exactly. Well the thing is it creates a problem of like they keep talking about
1: Kevin running away. Yeah. Yeah. When it's very clear like the voiceover that they give Dean Stockwell to give after the fact right. it's like no, no, he was abducted. Stop talking about like he was, running right, running right. Away. He was just a run. Right, right. And it's also a weird thing, like before the commercial break Sometime in the next 48 hours, Kevin runs away. And then when we come back from the commercial break, one of the first scenes that Sam says, What causes Kevin to run away tonight? Today, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. In that amazing teal skirt.
0: Yeah, that teal skirt, that outfit.
2: I love that teal skirt. That belt. I love it all. Bell. I'm not kidding. I, Sam's like,
0: like the Arizona the women's well. championship wrestler. I you know, I mean, sense. like. <laughs> yeah, so, so in this
1: scene that we, that we come back to after the commercial break, mm-hmm. in their conversation between Sam and Al, Al already makes the deduction that his running away must have something to do with sex. Yes,
2: because, because he's. Everything without, because without he's, sex.
1: Because he's. Yeah, yes. And, and, and Kevin is 15 years old, so of course something must.
2: Right. I, I love that that th- how Al comes to this is when Sam goes, what's the worst thing that happened to you when you were 15? And he talks yeah. about almost being caught. Yeah. And it, it immediately made me think of, oh my god, yeah, there was that one time. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> like, oh god, yeah. Right? Like, nope. I mean, I wasn't 15, I was like 20, but like, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there's Sorry, al- mom. <laughs>
0: there's, also, there's also a really cool moment here, too, because, uh, um, Sam's like, well, I can't possibly keep an eye on him all the time. Yes,
2: this is solid teamwork, right?
0: Because yeah. then he's like, but you can, not yeah, right? And it's really cool because it then is. Al ends up basically being Sam Spading, a fifteen-year-old. Very much says. so. Yeah. Is this the first
2: time they've really like utilized it. That? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I'm surprised they haven't thought of it before. Because it's
0: really brilliant. There, I think you know there have been well, a couple of other times. The one with
2: the uh, the driving with Daisy with the train exactly. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So I don't remember the name of the episode. Um, but, um. That's, right. a,
1: that, that's all truth. right. Like within the show, like Scott Bakula, one thing, like he called that episode the Driving Miss Daisy episode. Oh, so yeah. Okay, yeah. then I
2: don't feel so bad. Yeah. Thank you, Scott Bakula. Um, but yeah, no, that was some solid, solid teamwork. Um, and then we get to high school guys are so gross.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, this. I mean yeah, we could pick apart this whole scene. But it's weird, like, they, they trace it all down to this being. Demons and dragons. Yeah, even though oh, it's very. No, wait, quick. time out.
2: No.
0: We all we're all thinking it. We we're, have. Go ahead. Who, who gets to say it? Because we're all we're all. Th- what. Dean Stockwell clearly says the yes, words yes, Dungeons, "Dungeons and Dragons,", and there dragons yeah. but the copyright. horrible ADR yes. yeah. replaces it yes. with demons. They area. do this a lot yeah. throughout Quantum
1: Leap, where they go back, I and mean, then oftentimes yeah. it is Al's lines yeah. that so. they, that they go back and ADR over, and they they change the line after the fact. But I have like I've known a lot of people who play Dungeons and Dragons. We're yeah. going to call it Dungeons and Dragons. Whatever. We are, yeah, yeah totally because that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, I have never known any variation of Dungeons & Dragons that takes it into the real world... And, and make sexual escape, no, escapades a I mean, part of
2: it. Larpers out there can question this if they want to, but like I don't, I don't. Think I almost put the, I
1: almost put the question out on social media beforehand to ask because like I have never heard of this variation. No,
2: I I think it's disgusting, and it, I I feel like it was such a lame. Like, why are you taking D D and <laughs> putting it in this context of a points rating system to bag chicks in high school? Like, mm. that's so lame. Um,
0: well, just wait for season four of Stranger Things, and then we'll bro. see. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right.
0: um, no, no. no um, in all seriousness, you know, it, it it's interesting to me because I don't I don't disagree with anything yeah. that you guys just said, but I do feel like it's it doesn't feel dishonest to me.
2: Well, no, I mean, you know? they're are obviously a group of guys who yeah. doesn't have yeah. a lot of uh, experience. With well, women, yeah. but they're boasting and but they, pretending they, 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 like I they kinda,
0: do. Like I feel like, like kind of going back to what I was saying about the Orson Welles thing, I feel like these guys in junior high were total nerds.
2: Oh, completely. But oh, then God. all
0: of a sudden, somewhere along the way, they realized what it was to be cool. And so they started acting that way, even if they weren't necessarily considered cool. cool yeah. And
2: we've got all the tropes covered oh. Can we talk about? So we've got wait, wait. we've got future middle management who beats his wife is like the slacks and the belt and the button up guy. We've got the oh, o- with the, the dude in like the, the cap. He's the or the the hat. He's the overly pretentious theater major who gets all the fat girls to write his papers. Um wow, is, and i'm not fat shaming by saying this i i have I was this person in some ways, so like I totally get it. Um, we also have the non specific indigenous person who's only in like two scenes, but he's got like the you know, the feathers you yes. know um and then we've got the token black kid who doesn't even say much in this scene other than he has zero charisma, which is a choice in d and d if that's what you want to build on,
1: sure. Which one is it? Because in both scenes, in this one, and a scene later in the episode, like he's part of the group, but he also thinks it's kind of bullshit too. Feather oh, guy. Feather guy. That's okay. The, that's okay.
2: The, I want to make sure i run on the same page. Like, there. There. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's like he's like the Arizona guy. This is what he <laughs> <Yeah>. is. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. He's like the weird Arizona guy. Yeah. yeah. So
1: <laughs> in this scene, we get introduced to Jackie Arnett. Jackie which, Arnett, which, if you are to believe what they say in the scene, she has a reputation around the school from from having slept, I think, with the entire track team, Which I think. I am yeah. So
2: positive, didn't actually happen. Like, no. she may have, like, given one blowjob once, and then just that just went everywhere.
0: I mean, but the, you know, the thing is, is looking back, even thinking about when I was in high school, it was literally, there, you know, it was easy for people to make that judgment against other people.
2: Oh, totally! Based
0: off of complete... Hearsay. Yes. Or you know, somebody does does something at a party once mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like you're saying, it turns in from being that one person, that one time, that one thing, to being the entire track. That's team. your thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was
1: like, I was thinking about like all like the things that the rumors that went around about different girls in my class in my high school. Mm-hmm. So if I remember, they like, there was the, the, the girl in my class who supposedly gave one guy on the football team a blow job before every game.
2: Right.
1: There was the the one girl in my class who uh, she didn't sleep around a lot, but it kind of became known that, like, in whatever relationship she was in, she really enjoyed sex with that... Which is okay! Yeah, she really enjoyed sex with that one person, sure, 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 but sure. she didn't sleep around, but even still, because high school oh, the, pa- yeah. the patriarchy the, in general... The double she,
2: standard is... Insane. She
1: was, she was dismissed as a slut, like, even yeah. though, like, even in committed relationships, liking sex she was dismissed
0: as a slut. Right, well, it's the idea that, like, you know, the guy the, the, the guy is supposed to get out of high school and, and have, like, slept with all of these women. Right, and who,
2: is, who are all these women he's Right, exactly, with? yes, if, exactly. And high school girls are supposed to be chaste and pure. Like, yeah, it exactly, is the yeah. epitome of the Madonna whore complex yes. that is yeah. just rampant.
1: And, and also, I, I randomly remember, like, one of the first stories of, like, one of the guys in my class, like, getting laid and having sex. Like, I don't think it was a girl who was dating. Like, they, they weren't, like, going out. But right. They were just like casually dating, maybe yeah. whatever, and they were mm-hmm. like sex in the backseat of a car, and he started like bragging around school that that this happened, and then she snapped back. She's like, "Yeah, he only lasted thirty seconds." <laughs> well, there you
0: have it, uh, man. There was a, the thing is, is that people can just be so incredibly cruel, oh, and so it makes sense that Jackie is sitting by herself, and so in spite of whether or not there's this reality to any of the stuff surrounding Jackie, for instance, in, in the episode, you do get the sense not only based off of what the guys are saying, but by when we do first see her, she's sitting all by herself. And and, and again, the, the the picture that is painted, you know, through the costume design, through through the shot, everything, you do kind of have to question... Would that be the same type of thing that we would see if this episode were made today?
2: Well, with the internet it's sixty thousand times worse.
0: Well, sure, absolutely. <laughs> I mean,
2: well, I I am eternally grateful that I that the internet was not around when I was in high school or even college gosh, really. Jesus like so I, I, I think I got Facebook when I was twenty five, six, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you no, know, like
0: so I uh, one of the one of the acting gigs that, that I had, um, Oh, about two years ago now, I think actually, uh, was it was two years ago. Was it was only a year ago. Doesn't matter. The point is, I had this gig, um, and it was improvisational theater, and we were going to some high schools, um, and just improving scenes. And one of the scenes that we ended up having to improv had to do with the fact that uh, a girl had sent naked pictures of herself to her boyfriend and her boyfriend had shown them to everyone. Oh, my God. And the reason why we had to improv this is because this is something that happens at high schools across the country every fucking day. Yeah. And it raises all sorts of issues. First one basically being that whether or not you're 16 or 17 years old, if you have a picture of another 16 or 17 year old on your phone and they're naked, that's child pornography.
2: Exactly. That's jail. (gasps)
0: And that can
2: be that can really be jail.
0: Exactly. And 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 so it's 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 gotten to be and it's gotten to be this thing where we're so reactionary to it because no one ever took the time to fucking actually think about the technology that we're handing future <laughs> generations because that's just not what we do as human beings or as Americans in particular. We never think about the consequences of what we're actually doing with the technology that we have. And so basically we have an entire generation of kids out there that have you know computers in their pockets and cameras in their pockets and are connected to everyone and they're able to now... Yeah, you know, expose themselves n- not just literally but figuratively to all sorts of of of, of, of uh, What am I trying to say?
2: Um, Horrible people. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I know. mean,
1: also at an age where your brain is still developing, well, you yeah. don't you don't fully really right. grasp what you're doing. Like oh like gosh. like you well, said, like oh god, I wish, I'm glad the internet did not
2: exist. One of the schools. I, I'm almost... 40 and I still do stupid shit on the air. (laughs) One of the
0: schools that we visited, one of the schools that we visited, the teacher came up to us and she looked at us and she said, there is a girl in this class that this happened to just last week. And we knew who the girl was because she was sitting all by herself because no one else would sit with her because they knew that she was the girl that did this. Hugs. And Hugs she came up dog. to us afterwards. Yes, she came up to us afterwards and was incredibly brave by saying, like, that was me. This happened to me. You know, and, and we're just actors. Right? I mean, sure, part of what we do, you know, is we're there to empathize and be compassionate. And so they were having a conversation with her and letting her know that it's okay, that this does not define who she is. It sure sure as hell doesn't define who she is for the rest of her life. And it might suck right now. But so all that said, thinking about a character like Jackie, it's just kind of like, here we are in 1981. Right. And it's, you know, and it's still so easy for someone to have this picture painted about them. For whatever yeah.
2: action they may have took, and all these, and all the guys like making fun of Kevin for not—I don't know. Like virginity isn't even entirely a real thing. Like I have six different virginities that I count. Like <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like sure, it's, sure. why? Why is this even a thing that has to be worried about at all? Well,
1: I don't. Know, I mean, even like thinking about this like watching stuff like, like when I was in high school like even then like I understood that everybody was talking up their game and everybody knew it was bullshit but everybody <coughs> excuse me everybody knew that they had, a, had to posture in
2: a certain I way I I don't know I was like A nerdy goody two shoes In high school So I was not part In any of these Kinds of conversations Yeah I mean
0: I, I You know the funny thing <laughs> For me is I, I, I think that You know that There's that pressure Exists and whether Or not it's necessarily Brought on by the people That you're with Because I know that My closest friends I never felt pressure From them the way that Kevin is feeling, pressure. yeah. That's what I mean. Like these guys yeah. are like his
2: best friends. I'm like, oh, you need some new friends, can
0: and, I? and 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 like, so so there were there were three of us in particular that I'm thinking of that used to hang out, and and one of us, uh, my friend, he he was the first to, to have sex, and but it never felt like something that he was like challenging the other two of us to do. Yes. It never felt like he was saying like, well, I did it, now you have to, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Whereas this is very much this sort of like, well, we've all done it. Which, by the way, spoiler alert, they haven't. But, yeah, but there's still, but there's still this element of like, oh, Kevin, you've not done it yet, and you, you're, you're, you, are you 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 are not a wizard. You know, right, yeah. But
2: bringing it back to the whole D and D thing. Right? Why, why? Why is being a wizard? I know. Like that? <laughs>
0: it is so. Yeah. Does
2: it, does it mean you have to use magic to get women? Like it's is all that about what the wand. Ah. I
0: see what you did there. Uh, so yeah, so there is.
1: So. so we have this whole yeah this whole scene of where basically they're they're setting Kevin up
2: right
0: with with Jackie. Oh
2: my yeah. gosh.
0: And and, and and you know the great thing is is that I, I let's give Kevin some credit here because one of the cool things that Kevin does is he he's immediately like don't talk about her that way yeah like he's she like, lives she's friends. like my neighbor yeah, yeah we're friends she's kind of cool like yeah. that's not fair that's not nice
2: like it's clear that he likes her like he like, right. like he's friends with her but he also like likes her and he doesn't want to mess it up. Like, yeah. he wants to, you know, re- retain the status quo for as long as possible.
0: Because well, that's one of the things that I think really, we really get to see is, like, Kevin Kevin's a good guy. He's he, a good guy. I mean, he's
2: just, his, his assholery is basic teenage boy assholery. Like, it's it's across the like board. He, 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 he right, strike, right, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: he doesn't
1: strike me as an asshole in anywhere in yeah. this episode. He's just being, you know, typical...
2: Exactly. Oh, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they... they they jump in to set the stage for his
0: conquest as they
2: mm-hmm. as they
0: put
1: it Al, and
0: there's this scene where the one kid Al, like does grabs the it, ruler yeah. from the girls passing by that's how I know like, that's the
2: theater kid like he's like gonna be like the pretentious actor theater major because yeah. he's just way too much that or he's gonna be in a rusted root cover band
0: Wow, that was specific. Yeah. I
2: just, I just decided that just now.
0: But Al, but Al is there the whole time. And Al, the great thing is, in this moment, and it kind of lends to what we were talking about with uh, last week with some of the paternal qualities that Al sometimes exhibits with Sam, Al is very protective of Kevin in this scene and even though Al is you know this big old horn dog like all of a sudden like Al is kind of even pulling back on that to the to the effect where it's like you don't have to do this kid don't take this shit from them like you know oh, sure, great right? these guys I hate these guys like yeah. these he guys he
2: that guy well, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm
1: glad they went that way because there have been other times in Quantum mean, Leap where, where Al has totally advocated for having sex with a teenage girl well
2: like <laughs> in the, the previous episode Animal Frat he's all like yeah this is the best time of my life right, Ooh, right, yeah you know, I like always all like, refrain. And I
0: don't he even think, you know, the interesting thing is that I don't think Al has a problem with Kevin having sex. I mean, Al basically at times and the next the scene, episode, he's making a pitch. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's like, it's okay, he should do this. It's that he doesn't like the environment no, that Kevin doesn't. has to experience here. Yeah. And it's sort of like, good for you, Al. Yes. Like, you know, good for you.
2: Is it? <laughs> but,
0: yeah, it's a thing, it's like, everyone
1: to dive into it, like, Toxic masculinity is also playing the good guy and approaching sex from a quote-unquote right way.
2: Well, it's even Sam says, the art of making someone fall in love with you, that's how he describes romance. And I'm like, I don't know. That sounds like really manipulative to me. I don't know.
1: I... I don't disagree. I never I never thought about Not that at all. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It,
2: like isn't romance like doing what you know that they want and 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 just like making time to make sh- I don't know this might be like overly woman speak but like romance to me is like d- doing things that I want that I never get to do. Not necessarily sexually, but just like in general, like that's romance to me. Just like knowing intense, like intrinsically, what your partner wants.
0: Sure. Well, I think that you know one of the great things is is that I think each individual has to kind of define their own sense of what that is. True. And and I think, but but you're right. And the reason why I, I agree with what you just said is because it a lot of that has to do with kind of being in rhythm with your partner you know, and it's not always going to happen necessarily, but I think when you do, when you do find someone that, that, that romance, that romantic love exists, a lot of it has to do with the fact that there is a, um, that sort of two-way street of give and take and, and, and that, you know, they kind of feel your rhythms, you feel their rhythms and it's like, you, yeah. you're allowed to yeah. be but you. Also, yeah. but, you're allowed to be you in a way that you might not necessarily yeah. be allowed to be with the ultimate object of your affection when you're 14 because you just think that they did something or smell a certain way. I don't know. it's...
2: 14, is all lizard brain. yeah, like, right? I, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no... Uh, to yeah.
0: defend Sam's line in another way, it's like,
1: and part of romance is taking... the the significant other or or the person you're dating if you're not a significant other yet. Like, taking them by surprise and surprising them with things. Like,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, going back to, you know, something else that we've addressed and, and, and even spoke about on the last episode about putting things in the context, you know, of their time as well as putting it in the context of our time. In 1990, for Sam to say what he said...
2: Also. It
0: does come off as a very sort of, like it's not just about getting her naked you know what I mean like it's about doing this now I agree with what you said like like looking at it in 2018 eyes like yeah that sounds incredibly manipulative like there's an art to making someone fall in love
2: with yeah, you. Yeah, like, like it Whoa. was, it was the, it was the making. It was the, yeah. it was So that was that was the. It's f- even the art, quite frankly. Yeah.
0: To say that there's like a way to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if
2: it, it needs to happen organically. Like sed- seduction is not romance. No. You know what I mean? And they both have their place, and they're both great in a lot of ways. Sure. But, but like, I don't know that. Yeah.
0: Everybody's got their seductive voice. I mean, that's not mine, by the way. But, <laughs> but, but seriously, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, when you're sitting with somebody, and you know, you, you pull out, you pull out the voice. Sure, you have to have a certain yeah. language, yeah. and I agree that there's a language of seduction, and there's nothing wrong with that. But to mistake that for romance or love I
2: don't know.
0: creates issues. And no. divorces. And for yes. the record,
2: I'm like I'm the last person that should be giving advice on relationships and romance. Like we've got two happily married guys here and I haven't been in a relationship since I was like twenty two, so but still happy.
1: That just means we got lucky. That does not know we're lucky. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, no yeah. shit. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we get so we get, well, a, a lot to do yeah. with this. Really
1: so know. we get back to the scene where where, where Sam or Al is basically coming back reporting to Sam, like yeah. we saw. And so yeah, he's trying he's trying to talk. Sam and like, yeah, let's let like let's teach Kevin like how to how to have sex or like Sam like counters like how to like how to have romance. And it's like Al is totally trying to get this kid laid. laid yeah. Which is
2: I mean it's you know, a little that's
1: creepy. Uh, but this is where we have a, a cute moment where Teresa walks in and uh, because oh Sam says I'm, I'm not gonna teach her to have sexual intercourse and she comes in like <sighs>
2: What is it what, she said? What,
0: what, what Secular, secular Undercourse under- under- Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's way too good. Yeah. <gasps> uh, going
0: back real quick, I want yeah. to go back just a second to that last scene, the, the way that it ends, and, and it's and, it, it, and it's a little icky, uh, but but with good reason, is that one of the guys in the group ends up going over and striking up a conversation with Jackie because Kevin won, and knowing what comes later, you have to guess
1: at it, what it, their it's conversation not, yeah, was. Yeah, it's, it's weird, you know? like because like it, it's yeah, because it's not just a scene of like, hey, Kevin likes you, do you like him? It's right. like. Hey, hey, do
0: you two wanna have sex? Yeah. Hey, hey, will you have sex with my friend? Yes! Even even better yet, pretend you're gonna, but don't actually. That's
2: like I, I swear that's every high school girl's dream is to have their friend, one of their friends come up and say, Hey, will you have sex with my friend? Of course! Why not? That's it. everything I've ever
0: wanted. <laughs> well, but going back to some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier, though, that I, pressure. That, no, that it's... Pressure, oh, it's horrible. You know, it's, it's like, horrible. yeah. And the thing is, is I, I, I feel like we've sat here and we've talked about, like, what it's like for a guy. But the truth of the matter is, is, like, it's terrible, you know, for young girls to have other girls, or guys even, basically telling them that this is what you have to do. Right. You know. Well,
2: and, and it's it's almost like she just uh, you know it, it actually happens later in the episode where they actually peer pressure her into it even more, but like mm-hmm. it's almost she's just like, well, I mean, this is already who you guys think I am, so I might as well just run with it. Yeah, but yeah. Like, she just she just seems sadly resigned, and 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 I think she likes Kevin too. So absolutely. I feel, so that's the thing. So like she's she's. Conflicted because she's like, Well, I actually like this guy and I do want to like make out with him, but I don't want to necessarily do it in this way.
0: Mm-hmm. His friends are terrible.
2: They really are.
0: <laughs> let's just let's just get that out. Kevin yeah Ian's new friend. Yes, but back to secular undercourse. Yes, yeah, secular,
2: secular undercourse <laughs> and burning roast. So, uh, so, so burning yeah, roasts. burning, burning
1: yeah. roast. So they're going to have pizza for dinner. Al or Sam Al like no pizza for you, and then we cut back. Oh, that was
2: cute. We then, rape we, cu- van. then we cut back to the
1: rape van. Oh, is this God, is this the scene? Rape van's
2: getting L- closer. Like the rape
1: van is getting closer, and it pulls up behind a school bus. Yeah, and, uh, yes. or whatever. Uh, and then they see
0: the kids get off the bus, yeah. and they're all like excited and practically salivating. And then the kids, like you know, get met by adults, and they're all like disappointed. Yeah. Okay,
2: so question about that. So uh, is this a com- is this common in rural-ish or deserty areas where you would take the school bus to a location and then get picked up by your p- like? Doesn't the school bus drop you off at your house?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, don't know. Like, like, I, like I always lived close
2: enough to walk to school. No, so. no in,
1: in in my hometown, in my hometown, like I lived in in like the town. Yeah. But there were a couple of bus stops within my neighborhood that I could walk to.
2: Okay. and Sit at.
1: It was so much like I started walking to one further away because the one closer to me, I would get picked on. At. Oh God. So I walked to the one a little bit further away, which was like a five minute walk from my
2: house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. Uh, but it is weird because, like, it kind of
2: like we're kind of out in the country in this. Yeah, like I don't really. Suburban so kind I mean, of. I mean, because Scottsdale is like supremely suburb. Yeah, if that's where we are.
0: Yeah, although you know, in, I mean, I don't in know. My, in my limited, Scottsdale. in my limited time in Arizona, which I've only been once, I will say that there are there are certainly areas where I feel like being remote is important yeah you know and so it's it's, I could could envision a sort of a pick up or drop off point being remote enough that maybe a couple of parents would like drive to pick up their kids even though they're maybe only driving like four blocks
2: okay whereas
0: here in Chicago we think of four blocks is like
2: that's you, nothing. Are you kidding I, me? I walk yeah. that. I walk that to my train yeah. stop. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, so, but, but, I do think that there is like an element of sort of like depending on where you are, where it might, it might be a little bit more like, oh yeah, I'll go, I'll come pick yeah. you up in the car, you know.
2: Um, but. Regardless, lucky kids like how how fortunate us that didn't get taken away. And I and I I I know that I am joking about the rape van because it's just such an obvious trope. But obviously, like child trafficking is a big big (sighs) deal. Yeah, Um, and there was just um,
0: that recent report actually about those two American Airlines attendants that um, uh, saved a girl basically from trafficking. Like, yeah. And, and, and kudos to those attendants. It's yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's terrifying. I mean, kids as young as nine are. Being, mm. Anyway, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: So anyway, so we cut
1: to the family pulling back up to the house afterwards. Yes, and uh, Sam wants Susan to help get. Groceries in, or get, uh, or get and in. She yeah. just wants
2: her to take her book backpack. Or book, yeah, out
1: that's the car. it. Yeah, book bags like Mom. I'm gonna miss Magnum, nice <laughs> little inside joke. Yeah, Magnum PI, is- also a Don Bellisario series, yes. which by the way is getting a reboot.
2: What? Who? Wait, no, 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 no. Who is even remotely gonna be playing Tom Selleck in the new Magnum? So we get um. to the
1: scene. Uh, Sam and Kevin, they have this ping pong.
2: Which I want to mention this
0: scene specifically because I think uh, there's something about there's a couple of things about this that I really like. One is that immediately, like Sam is looking for a way in with Kevin. Yeah, he's like, "Let's play some ping pong." Kevin's like, "Mom, you you hate ping pong," and, and and she's like, "Well, uh, uh, oh, she Sam." I
2: love she, that you did <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, actually, let me take a quick side trip here. One of the things I absolutely freaking love about this episode is that, other than a couple of little things early on, it is not emphasized at all that Sam is a woman. No, and he, I love it's that. It's
2: the exact opposite from what Gloria. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I,
0: I love that.
2: Yeah, no, it's great. It, well, it, because he, I think, I think Sam, his. His motivation is just parent, and and regard and that he doesn't see gender in that. He's just like I am taking care of these kids. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. And 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 one of the ways that he tries to do that is. Engaging in the ping pong game, and he so has he this great line. Okay, oh, go ahead. oh no, I was just
2: say like he also gets to wear much comfier outfits in this, which <laughs> <Yeah. is
0: laughs> yeah, probably that is true.
2: I mean that flowy skirt for days, right? So, yeah,
0: you know. uh, but but he has this great line in the scene um, where he says, "Well, anytime you know my brother or sister were having troubles, our dad would play ping pong, talking over you know, game of mm-hmm. ping pong with us, and it's just sort of like whether or not that's true or not." It's just a nice little insight, I think, into Sam and his logic of thinking and comparing, like, what his father or what his mother would do in a situation. Yeah. And it, it gives you that sense, because I think we can say it with some amount of certainty, Sam's not a parent.
2: No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
0: He, you know, and, yeah. so, and so for him to kind of just be drawing on his Swiss cheese brain and be like, well, Dad used to do this... And to have that moment with Kevin, it, like, it's a really cool moment. And the fact that he's good at ping pong, too, you right. know? It's like, and he beats Kevin and everything. Right. But it, it's just a really nice moment, and you can tell that even Kevin, that there's this sort of, like, what we were saying earlier about how he's close to his mom. Yeah. But there's a little bit of distance there.
2: Yeah, which is, how. Ha- wh- well, and, and I think we were talking about this before we started recording, but, like... I when I first started watching this episode, I in my 2018 brain thought that Kevin was gay. Like I was and so when he's, when he's yeah. sitting when he's sitting quiet in the car, like even still in my brain, I'm just like, oh, if this was now, this episode would be about, they're all pressuring me to have sex with a woman, and I really am gay. Yeah. But he's yeah. not. And it's well, totally the thing is, like
1: now you think about it, there's something say that he's not.
2: No, there is. I mean, we yeah. still, honestly we we don't know, and Absolutely. maybe Kevin doesn't know. Um, but that was that was certainly my mindset. But yes, no, the ping pong as like a way to try to yeah. That's yeah. It a good it's a good yeah. interaction.
1: Uh, so yeah, they have the the heart the
0: heart that is broken up by Teresa showing up with Woofy. No. Yes, well, well, they actually, made a painting. The, the cool thing about that is, is it's actually Sam is trying to like you know because he, he says that thing about like have you ever danced with a girl? Do you know where to put your hands? Do you know, and like Kevin so starts cute. to get like kind of like freaked out, and it's like ah, mom, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. and then and then yeah, and then all of a sudden Teresa comes in with Wookie, the dog Wookie, which is yet another Star Wars oh reference. My God, oh yeah, so, Wookie. Wookie, yeah. This,
2: this is like the nerdiest episode with like Queen <laughs> and Yoda and Rod Serling mm-hmm. and later Raiders. Like.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: Yeah, and for the Angie, record,
0: I love Queen and Freddie Mercury is um, like one of my favorite human beings if, of all time. If
2: you don't love Queen, I think like, there's
0: well, yeah. some
2: people don't know this about
0: me. But I sometimes I just spend days just listening to Queen like, The
2: layers? Whatever. We but this will, this is not the Queen podcast, but yeah. I can
0: I'm sure there's a Queen podcast. <laughs> I'm somewhere sure like they're, yeah,
2: somewhere, yeah. Somewhere there are somewhere out there. There
0: better know, well be. Uh,
2: Brian May made all his own guitars. <laughs> yeah. And that alone. He
0: has a PhD. <laughs> like, the guy is a doctor.
2: Bless Yeah. Yes. Um, Alright, so now so we now Jack- we cut to,
1: to Jackie's place. Yes, and like the guys are walking through, like what the oh, but we get is?
2: one more. I call it murder oh, shucks, rape van,
1: rape van. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I had it in my notes. I yes. thought no, I made a wrong note. Surely they nope. didn't go back to the rape van this many times. It's, I guess they did.
2: It's they, rape van again. I wrote get, it down every time because it's so. They keep coming back to the rape van.
1: Yeah, uh, because it
2: goes from rape van into disco rape van because the music switches to the party.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. Like yeah, because now game. now they're getting to town. Now they're getting to sale. So yeah, we get to Jackie's place and then they the the initiation, and this is how Kevin is going to become a quote
0: full wizard. Oh
2: my God! I'm pure precious bitch.
0: Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's just so. I don't know. There's there's something about. There, there, there's something about the way that obviously they're pressuring Kevin, but then the way that they decide to pressure
2: Jackie. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Where he's like, you know, I'm whatever class president and if you do this I'll go to the dance with you and 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 the thing is it's like for a girl whose social status is kind of in the gutter to like maybe have that chance to Team, quote unquote,
1: redeemed herself by being on the arm yeah. of the class. Yeah, because right? uh, this is a scene where, like, I uh, mean, I, the, the character's name, like he's he's the class president, and yeah, so yeah. yeah, for the homecoming know, dance, something. like whoever takes is going to be the queen. That's a weird thing. Like that wasn't how we decided. No,
2: that's not king how we and queen of my high
1: school. It, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But
2: I mean, it sometimes ended up that way. But I, uh, but I don't yeah. even remember actually. Uh, <laughs> I
0: I didn't. It was never me. I didn't go to (laughs) proms. Yes,
2: oh, I Uh, went twice, but it was uh, awesome. Oh no, that's not true. Okay, I won't say that. You guys, Tom Selleck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, I know it was a a tasty
0: morsel. What are you gonna do? (laughs) It
2: was an obvious plug for the show. But
0: was the show still running? It was, it was not it? at this point. No, mm-hmm. not in 1990. The, but the funny thing is, is that Sam has the line. Uh, it's, gonna run run yeah. it's gonna run for
1: another eight, eight years. When in actuality, it ran for eight years. And eh, if you allow for Sam's Swiss cheese, <laughs> well,
0: yeah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah. We can't all be winners, folks. No. Um, but it,
0: but it is it, it it is cool. And and one of the things that's kind of neat about it is how long the scene plays out. Like it's not like it's not right? like we get it's not like we just get like you know. Two seconds of like, oh, she's watching oh. Magnum PI. It's like you get like a whole scene. Really <laughs> bit. Yeah, and I don't, I
2: don't know if this was on purpose because it's super awesome if it was. But right when Kevin like calls him a geek or something in the scene, Magnum looks affronted. Yeah, like they cut to mm. they cut to Magnum just going oh uh, and I was like, whoa, yes. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but if it was, kudos. Um, um, and if it wasn't, even more kudos. Yeah. To that. It is
1: interesting that they make Magnum PI uh, part of the, like the fictional TV universe. Whereas at one point they were considering having Sam leap into Magnum PI. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, yeah. Actually, actually, they, they, like, like, they like, awesome. like they even recorded test footage of, of Scott Bakula giving the Magnum <gasps> eyebrow wink. Uh, it was supposed to be the leap into the fifth season. What really? Yeah, and for some reason. Oh. Uh, there, there was a rumor going around that they, they th- couldn't
2: get Higgins or whatever.
1: No, there there's a rumor going around saying that they couldn't actually get Tom Selleck to agree to, to play the mirror, mirror image. image yeah. But Tom Selleck oh. came out and said, "I was never
0: approached."
2: Oh, so the plot thickens. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, you know, and part of me almost even wonders if because they had a lot of like sort of like big bold throw it at the wall see if it sticks ideas towards oh. the end of the show that they never did. And part of me wonders like was it. Was it that you never did it, or that you just never had time to do it? Sure. Could For it have instance, been like,
2: a network IPO thing? Because wasn't Magnum on a different channel?
0: I think Magnum was CP CBS, wasn't it? Well, it doesn't matter, well, because... because
2: Quantum Link was NBC.
0: Yeah. Right, but yeah. it doesn't... Yeah, oh, the, yes. ne- the, the network wouldn't matter, though, because they were both produced by that's Universal. That's okay. sure. right. no. yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it, that's that's always the weirdest thing, too, about TV sometimes. So it's, many lawyers. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh um... So, oh, yeah, so so the moment between the kids there, too. That's another thing that we should totally mention about this episode that, so that we kind of all already sort of commented on earlier on. But we were talking about an am- animal frat, about how the frat brothers seem to have this, like, real relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin and Susan feel like brother and sister. Oh, is, yeah. yeah. Like, they oh. both do such a wonderful job. They and,
2: interact so well together.
0: Yeah. And, and so it just...
2: It's so great.
0: It, it, I love, you know, that kind of honesty in, in the scene. It just feels... It, I don't know. It just makes it feel real. Um,
2: She's so cute. She's like, I'm 11. I don't have to deal with teenage... I mean, Maybe, yeah. Maybe virtual crap, yeah. Right. And
1: how weird is it that Kevin is coming to his 11-year-old sister for... For dating but, advice. Well, but the I mean, I mean, yeah. There's only a four year difference, but That's there's a big difference between 11 and 15.
2: It's true, totally. but yeah. like you know, they, yeah. they're confidants. I think in a true. lot yeah. of ways.
1: Yeah, you but uh, but on the flip side, when I was in sixth grade, there was a 12 year old girl in my class who was pregnant. Yeah,
2: uh, see, <laughs> it happens.
1: So, uh, it
2: is it's scary, and it happens. Um, and oh, and she's making she's making fun of him for being the class clown. She's like, nobody falls in love with a class clown. Um, a lot of people fall. <laughs> 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 yeah. um. Thank goodness
0: for that. Funny yeah. funny,
2: Trump's sexy almost, well funny is sexy almost all the time. Dudes just run with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, well and, and then there's this interesting moment too where like Kevin turns off the TV and <laughs> instead of Susan just turning it right back on, she like gets up and like, I'm going next door. I, right? I am going, yes.
2: She's like, I'm oh, going to do the this li- scene li- as written.
0: The little thing.
2: <laughs> and forward the clock. Like, the, the little penny things
1: that you do. I remember uh, me and my younger sister who's younger by about four. Years so about the age difference between Kevin and, and, and Susan, uh, she would figure out that when she was mad at me for something like if I was sitting in the living room playing Nintendo, if she walked by and stomped on the floor in just the right way, oh no, she could re she could reset the Nintendo. <laughs> And this was before the age where you could save games. You were done. I could be on World
0: Seven of Super Mario Brothers. Boom!
2: Boom. That is
0: the meanest thing that another human being has ever done to another human being. (laughs) No. So So, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true though, brothers Mm -hmm. and sisters. Like, I mean, the stuff. I mean, I have a younger sister. Like, she's uh, just a year younger. But she and I, some of stuff that we would do to one another to oh try God. to get it, get at each other and just oh, like God. piss one another off and oh the thing that I, like I will never understand why I did this but one oh of the God. things that I would do is I would answer that I would always be like I would get to the phone before she would when it was ringing and <laughs> if it was someone and if it was someone for her like I would delay as long as possible getting that Call to her, like oh, yeah. you know, like I would, like I would just, I, I would just wait forever. I right. put the and phone like, down. I don't know if she's
2: here right now. Let me look. Yeah,
0: and and, and like twenty minutes later, i be like, "You still there?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was the worst. I was, the worst. Uh, but she would do. She would, yeah. I mean, yeah. she, yeah, she, it's, it's yeah.
2: she same got same me thing.
0: too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway,
1: so yeah, she's going over to Anita's yes. to to watch. Uh, Kevin is going to go see Raiders. Again, Raiders, yeah. Quote.
2: And, oh my god, and Sam is. Holding, like, little Teresa that, in, the, yeah. in the bath, and, like, in the... Yeah. It's just like, oh, Sam is, like, becoming a real mom now yeah. in so many ways, you know? Right, which
0: is interesting, because we actually had, uh, um...
2: Obviously, real moms, I know that he's not a real mom, but yes, it's it's cute.
0: No, right, but, yeah. but I but I agree. Well, I think that that's one of the things, too, that, that, that is... Look, clearly, there are biological imperatives that, 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 you know, take over in, in certain respects. But I think that one of the things that we as a society... Have got to look beyond is this like strict distinct distinction between mother oh and my gosh. father? Yeah, mm-hmm. I am and,
2: full on mother bear to so many kids and people, even though I'm not actually a mom. Yeah, and my friends will attest to my mother bear ferociousness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting too because we actually had a comment from um, from one of our listeners, um, Rosen, where she actually said that Sam has no maternal or even paternal instinct. Certainly nothing like Al, and that that bugged her. And it's interesting because. I, I agree with that up to a point I do that's what's shown on screen I right I do yeah. think that there are times though there are where he's clearly struggling and trying to figure it out oh yeah but I think that there are some really wonderful moments where Sam does kind of there's no instinct. Clearly, no. he's, he's trying to figure he just made it out. He's
2: making it up as he goes along. Yeah, yeah.
0: but it, but it is interesting the ways in which he compensates for the fact that he doesn't necessarily know what to do. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 a, it's a great comment to make and an observation that she had because I like I agree I like it's like yeah there's really not much instinct there but the way that he compensates for it I, I find really interesting to watch. Yeah.
1: Sure. I will say though. If he's given a four-year-old kid a bath, <laughs> there's a little bit of parental instinct in there because that's oh, yeah. giving a one-year-old a bath. That's that's a chore.
2: It's, <laughs> yeah, and she's covered in paint and is like, no, that's yeah, yeah. So and we may
1: not see it. Right. But, but, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah.
2: And just putting that foot down when Kevin wants to go to the movies, like, that's hard. Like, I know. I feel like Kevin has not really but, had to have a lot of boundaries.
0: Yeah. The weird flip side of that, and I think it's a great insight into who Sam is as well, because he would never imagine doing it himself, is that he doesn't think for a second... I ground you to stay home and then Kevin's just gonna open the window. Yeah, and just oh, I you know. Oh, Yeah. Oh,
2: wait, Like, who gives their teenage son the room with the easiest escape route? <laughs> right. Like, I was like, that's like, some poor planning on somebody's part.
1: Because he climbs out on the roof and he jumps down like watching with Betsy. She's yeah. like, that was
2: kind of a big jump.
1: Right. Really? Like, <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> kind of a... I,
2: I mean, it's like, he's 15. He's made of rubber. Like, yeah, maybe. I, I, don't 15, I
1: don't know. I don't know. I was a fat kid. A, hurt, uh, a,
0: jump, like, <laughs> a jump like that would have...
2: Jesus I would have
0: uh, been letter. limping for a couple blocks. You know, the funny thing is, and I never actually jumped off of it, but uh, my bedroom when I was in high school and we lived in North Carolina had a, the, like, the window that opened off into yeah. uh, the same sort of awning. And I used to go out there and sit sit out there all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a time when I... Um, so I, I was not... I was, again, you know, I was pretty much a straight-laced, nerdy you kind of kid. kid. Yeah. But there were a couple things that I would do every once in a while. And uh, when I... <laughs> One of the first plays that I was ever in was The Outsiders, and so a lot of the older kids that were in the show, because I was only like 14, 13 or 14 when I was in the show, so a lot of the older kids in the show smoked... And so that was like when I had my first cigarette or whatever. So what I would do is I would like take a couple cigarettes from people before rehearsal was over, take them home, and then sit out oh, on the roof oh. and like smoke my cigarette. That is so endearing. Like, ah.
2: <laughs> so endearing. But I love it.
0: So so I so there's a part of me that's yes. like, oh man, Kevin, you took the leap. Like I never I never jumped off the roof, but man, you did it. And, and
2: you could also tell it's 1981 because his bike is just sitting outside, like not locked <laughs> yeah, to anybody. That's also away. an easy
0: plot device. And he's like, oh, hey, Mike's right here. Right. Yeah, yeah. But he, he ends up heading over to Jackie's. Yeah, and we get this... followed by
2: rape van. Rape van. <laughs>
0: Fucking rape van. <laughs> That's gonna be a um,
1: hashtag for this episode. <laughs> 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 should it be? I it know, should be. I don't know if I'm gonna make it a hashtag. I don't think
2: we in any way want to encourage I, I, I know, right? <laughs> I don't it's the wrong
1: idea. We got reamed out over the, the Tide Pod joke. Oh, anyway.
0: Oh, anyway. That's, that's how you know you're making a difference is when yeah. somebody can hate you for, no, for something for so, no so no innocuous. Reason. I'm
2: sorry, yeah. like, little kids getting their hands on Tide Pods is tragic. Teenagers eating Tide Pods Come on!
0: <laughs> I'm no. sorry.
2: I know people die and it's really, really horrible, but, like, come on! Mm-hmm. Okay, now, I'm done. not
0: don't, yeah, don't, don't eat Tide Pods.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: so, uh, so
1: anyway, so this is when Al shows up. We have this cute little enduring scene where he sings Inchworm to, oh,
2: it's to so Teresa.
1: Right, because he's
0: got to get Teresa to sleep so that Sam can leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Which, Parenting 101, well, get no, no, the no, to no, sleep no. before you leave that. No, okay.
1: no, no. no. <laughs> At this point, Sam doesn't know he needs to leave because he hasn't realized that Kevin's run away yet. So, so he's he's no, just, he's just the thing is like he he doesn't know any bedtime songs yeah and that's why that Al is stepping in to we talked about did last did week an animal friend like, and Something
0: I, from Man of La
1: Mancha yeah Come he on. yeah he? I don't know
0: just here
2: uh,
1: so Al plops a seat on the side of the bed again Al sits down what does he sit down on.
2: Oh, hey. I, yeah! I, I really want to be, and I, I don't know why I'm like standing up physically to do this for a podcast. But like, <laughs> I love that Al is just like probably hovering in midair and wherever he is. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. Is that really how well, you the think thing? Is like in the,
1: in the previous episode we just covered, like he actually sits down behind Sam at, yeah. at, at a rally, and it was like.
0: Oh.
2: Like, is he just, like, squatting? Like, well, like just, Sam brought up, it's like, it's a like workout. a
1: holodeck. That,
0: yeah, in mean, Star Trek, it's like the holodeck, so it's, like, matter projection as well. So it's, you know, he, like, he's actually feels like he's sitting on something, even though nothing's really there. Sure. Why not? We'll okay. go with Sure. This. It's sci-fi.
2: Sci-fi. Uh, uh-huh.
0: But anyway, so we have this
1: cute little moment where Al sings Inchworm to, to Teresa. Yeah. Uh, Teresa falls asleep, and that's when... Sam comes back. Kevin is. Oh my
0: god. Kevin is gone. It's the We also get this, you know, what? we do get this really sweet moment too where Al talks about how he never really wanted to have a kid before. He like, starts to say that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I love yeah, how they make, that. like,
2: the cad an okay guy by giving him parental
0: instincts. <laughs> <Yes>, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, Al's a very endearing character in so many ways, and I actually really love this part with him.
0: Alright, so yeah, so Kevin and. And and Jackie, it's it's it is a very awkward. I like the, the, the <gasps> note that I made like watching this
1: with that. She was like, I'm really skeeped out by this scene. Like watching it now, yeah. And it seems problematic, but like I feel like this is how sex was presented between teenagers in the '80s. Like I remember like, yeah. very specifically like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. The that movie kind of set that. Kind of set that tone,
2: sure. and
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of skeeved out. But yeah, this is kind of like par for the course for like sexuality between teenagers.
2: I just feel so time. bad for her though, because like it's like I said before, like it's obvious she really likes him, mm-hmm. and she doesn't. And she's not entirely comfortable with this situation. Um, uh, you know, especially when, when, when we discover his quote-unquote friends hiding in a closet. <laughs>
0: Well, but it's, there's also this. There's also metaphor,
2: much by the
0: way. Um, <laughs> Ooh, but there's also this yeah. weird moment too, where Jackie's all like, "You don't have to be nice to me. You don't have to talk to me. You don't have to like. You don't have to talk to me. We can just get started." Yes, I know. sorry! and she's basically like, "Just take off your clothes, and you know, we'll we'll, we'll do this." And and it's yeah, it 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 is. It's very it's weird.
2: It's really annoying, and. I don't even remember. Wait, how does? Why does he run? Why does he? Oh, because
1: because, because, because is like they get they get ready to. Know, they're by and, the, and, the fire. And, 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 yeah, and he admits I don't know what to do. Yeah, and and she says basically like are you are you telling me you're a virgin? And he says yes, and that's when the guys pop the out, out of the closet. Writer. They they start laughing. Everybody laughs. At yeah, oh yeah, God. he yeah he barges. Out. He barges out, there gets teasing on his bike, bike gets on his bike, rape it's van, rape follows him out.
2: PS, why does no one in the neighborhood like call about this creepy van that's just there? Ugh. <sighs> Like isn't 81 like all about stranger danger? I, don't I feel
1: know. like maybe we're, we're, we're Are we beating pre- up Magru- on that. Are we, I think I think are we're pre- getting there. Are yeah, we're, yeah. Pre- we're pre Magruf? We're pre yeah, we're pre-McGruff. Okay. Yeah, we're pre-stranger danger. Okay. But yeah, so uh so now Jackie's freaking out and the guys are telling her basically like it's okay, whatever. It's, it's, it's all the joke, whatever. whatever. And that's when that's when Sam shows up. Uh oh, and if I if I were Sam, I would have punched the oh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Kids yeah. Oh, oh! Just the shade they throw oh my God, at, no. at at Miss Linda Bruckner.
2: No. Uh, no.
1: But yeah. So 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 Sam goes off to figure out. Gets hey, this in the is, station wagon. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is when they figure out that he's that he's being abducted, and this is where we have the line where the the the, the one kid says, "Yeah, if I if that was my if mom, I'd mom. still be a virgin too." And Al throws out, that, yeah. you yeah. are still you a virgin, still. Plus. And you will, you will be, be until over. yeah. And it wonders like. The the he informa- says for
2: another six years, yeah, the, which is that's not bad. That's
1: not bad. Yeah, like, the information that 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 Ziggy has access to is like like public records, like newspapers. So why is this kid <laughs> losing his virginity on the public record somewhere? STDs, man. Yeah, STDs. <laughs> uh, and this is uh, this is a, a special effects thing of note. This is the one and only episode that this
0: happens, and it happens, and it happens,
1: and yeah, happens twice in this With a fairy glitter, when, yeah. when
0: Al. Yeah. pops out. There's like a little fairy glitter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah,
2: what It happens about. twice.
0: But, uh, so, so yeah, and then Al kind of pops into um, to see where Kevin is. Yes. So he's in the rape band with Kevin. Oh, my
2: God. And it's all just taped up. And I'm like, you can totally rip that tape off if you want to, but I understand that you're scared.
0: Yeah. And, and, and
1: Al is just, and Al is like... Are we there, or is at this point or is it like later on when no, Sam says
0: go. No, I think he pops into the car with Sam. Well, S- 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 yeah, right, yeah. yeah, he gets into the,
2: the car with Sam, Sam first, and they're chasing yeah. him, and the the Sam says he's go. Seen go, ever. go to B. It's like yeah. Duel times a thousand. Um, okay. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice reference by it's the way. Just, wow. This is, this I
1: thought weird. I was the only one who had seen Duel. This is. Oh, I haven't right said but. seen
2: it. I just get the reference, but yeah. Um, but no, it's it's ridiculous. Um,
1: so so yeah so Al centers in we have this moment uh, Rosen pointed out on Facebook like one of her moments I really enjoys is just like how emotionally invested Al is in the scene where,
2: yeah where, oh yeah where well, he's just where, like I will kill you uh, I don't even know how I'll do it but
1: uh, creepy McRae percent is crawling back to
2: right uh, yeah and he's like if you,
1: you touch him I'll kill you I don't know
0: how <laughs> oh you know what going back real quick just to throw this in there uh, this kind of goes back to like earlier in, in the conversations that Sam was having with Kevin but it's something else that Rosen brings up too is about how Sam's a doctor. And he's having a really difficult time talking about sex with this kid. And it's just sort of like, you know, it it, it is kind of interesting to think that like, no, 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 I get it too. But it is, but it is an interesting note to think about. Like, it's like, here's this guy who is a doctor and like, yet he's kind of having a little bit of difficulty like navigating this conversation. And I'm not saying that that, I'm not knocking the episode for it. I just think that's an interesting note about Sam and his Mm. personality where it's sort of like, if he was in a clinical setting, maybe he would be able to, like, express himself differently, but because he has to deal with a 15-year-old kid, and he's supposed to be that 15-year-old kid's mom, it's a different conversation. For sure. Today. It's a whole other... Th- yeah. 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 So, anyway, in the... Yeah. In, yeah. in the station wagon, they're chasing... It's the
2: longest chase ever. Yeah. You, know, you finally push the car. Runs him over. Yeah. Uh,
1: Runs off the side of the road.
2: And and you can see, like, Sam's just kind of like, well, shit, what do I do now? Whereas, and this is how you know Sam's not a real mom. Because if Sam was a real mom, he would have been, like, he would not even been thinking. He would have been out of that car and ripping their throats out. Like, literally Mm -hmm. ripping their throats out. He would not have even cared. But, you know, he's Sam, so I get it. It's fine. He still gets it done. Yeah.
1: So we do get an extended mirror shot of Linda yes. Yeah, in the van near the yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh.
2: and uh and the, of course, you know, Al forgets to mention that there's two guys instead sure. of one. Yeah, a so, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the
1: little comedic <laughs> moment of, yeah. yeah.
2: There's more, so uh, Sam, uh, Sam's like held from behind and then there's like the, you know, shirt ripping open scene, which I'm not lying, I wanted to fully see like a huge white cross your heart bra, like that Sam would have sure. been wearing. But instead we get Scott Bakula's chest, which I'm also not sure. For sorry.
1: sure. I mean, that, that also brings up the Just thing, saying. like if it's, if it's Sam's body that's there, he doesn't have the logistical need to wear a bra
2: which yes
1: does he wear a bra
2: so the question is are they seeing Linda's boobies oh god hang yeah. in the wind like sure. you know mm-hmm. that whole thing anyway gross but whatever um I just I wonder to cross which, your heart bra
0: you know that's the other thing too is it's like it, the reason why I guess I don't understand the whole van shot thing is we get such a clear picture of the fact that these guys are going to rape and murder Kevin. They have no problem... Holding this woman down and raping her yeah. as well. Clearly, that's what they're going to do. It's like I don't need to see their stalker. Like I get the fact that these yeah. are dirt bags, these are
2: weirdos. Yeah.
0: So it's like so. So that's another thing where I take issue with all the van inserts. But anyway, uh, then also I, I wonder if, like I said, it was a logistical thing. Like they got to the end of the
1: episode and they realized that they, that, that they didn't yeah. have enough footage to make right. forty two. There, there, there's a later episode, Glitter Rock, where our the name, of pod- Wide the, the name of our podcast comes from, there is a scene in that episode that they were in the middle of shooting an entirely different episode and they realized they didn't have enough footage for glitter rock. And and so they they, they had to put Sam back into like his his rock star makeup oh. and they had to shoot like this one extra scene just between oh. him, Sam, and Al backstage at a concert that if you go back and you look at the scene in that context
2: You're like, no. This is a
1: very unnecessary shoehorned in oh, scene and it is literally just there to pad time. Yeah. Oh,
2: my gosh. <laughs> that kind of- so, Sam remembers that he knows jujitsu.
1: Yeah. Um, I all, also, all these different forms of martial arts. Yeah. I also
2: love when when Dude pulls out, well, that's a knife. And yeah. and Al goes, Watch out, it might be
1: sharp. Sharp, yeah. I'm like, This is like. God, God,
2: It's a machete.
1: God, God, God bless Dean Stockwell. He probably read that at the read through, doesn't like, Really? Yeah, really?
2: Watch out, it might be sharp! Yeah. I'm like,
0: no shit out. <laughs> uh, but so so we have the uh, nice little fight the the scene, scene the yeah, the fight And game. something that, that I've actually alluded to on previous podcasts uh, at moments when Sam seems to be like at the disadvantage in a physical confrontation. It's like, no, Sam knows his shit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Sam like knows like three different kinds of martial arts yeah. and like, and, and the famous Sam Beckett roundhouse kick mm-hmm. appears for the first time, which yep. will get reused throughout the series. Thank like, sure.
2: God. It's amazing. You know, he yeah. kicks
0: the shit out of these guys. It's
2: great. Yeah. And again, I truly believe, though, had this been, I'm just calling her Linda Belcher because I don't remember her actual name. Bruckner. but Bruckner, that's right. It's you. still thank Linda. Thank you, so. Linda Bruckner. <laughs> um, I truly believe that her, I mean, like, I've taken self-defense classes, like, it's easy to take dudes out. I'm not saying I've done it in real life, and in real life it's going to be horrible. But, like, if you're a mom, you don't care. You're like, hmm. this is my kid, I will rip you to... Shreds, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you are done. Absolutely. Um, the knife might have hindered things a little bit, but still think she could have done it. Jiu jitsu helped with Sam, though. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think Kevin has this great moment, too, where it's just like, Mom, mom. where'd you learn? You? I like, know, it's mom. So like, like, Mom, like, Mom, how? Girl, Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if cool. Only I'd learned yeah. that in Girl Scouts. And
1: this is uh, Rosen pointed this out on Facebook, and, and Betsy pointed out so we're watching, like, are you, are you gonna call the cops?
2: Right. (laughs) They just leave these. It's like, it's like,
1: would would you get a license plate number or something? Just yeah. I don't have, know pre cell phones. Uh, but yeah, 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 pre cell phones like yeah, you what know. Are you doing? What are you gonna do? Uh, so the next morning uh, at breakfast, we have like the talk, basically a variation of it. Oh
2: my gosh! Uh, well, I uh, love that that um, um, Kevin and middle sister. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, middle Susan, sister Susan. Susan, Susan, yeah. um, have their awkward little like. Hey, I'm glad you're not dead. Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is also interesting too, because it, it kind of lets us in on the closeness of the family in general. The fact that like Susan had no reason to know about all of this. Like, for all Susan knew, Kevin went to see Raiders of the Lost Ark, and yeah, that was but that. but
2: isn't he, like, somewhat, But like, also, he get he, he, up a little and, bit? That,
0: and that's also, it's an incongruity that Matt that, that points out.
1: Yeah, I don't know like. if he, I, he, has, he has bruises he, and stuff on him, does him in the van?
0: He, does he? Because looking at the makeup when he's in the van, they don't necessarily look like bruises. Maybe yeah. he's, like, a little bit dirty. Uh, they look okay. like dirt, yeah. Okay. I, I, like, they could be bruises. I'm not saying that they're not bruises, but if they're bruises, it's not the best makeup job in the world. <laughs> So, I, I, like, when I was watching the episode, I was like, eh, it could be dirt. It could just be, okay. like, you know. I'll give you that. he get roughed around, but, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, point is, is that, yes, I, I think that there's something about that that's kind of sweet, that the fact that she knows that, you know, this thing happened, and she's glad that he's not dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then, yeah, the scene between Sam, um, Sam and Kevin there, it, it is, it is really nice, and even, you know, and Al has even said this before, but, you know, he's like... That was a really that was really nicely done,
2: you know. And it's mm-hmm. like good good for you for mm-hmm. like. I mean, I, I my, love Sam, My I'm, sex talk was just you're not doing it right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love Sam's explanation that making love, and I know some people are really grossed out by that expression. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm not. It applies in specific it's, it, it, it's circumstances. It's like when, when you oh. care
1: when you care about a person so much, like that is the natural progression of like
2: yeah.
1: of, of, of how you express it. It's that's really sweet.
2: It's beautiful, albeit yes, yeah. unrealistic.
1: beautiful Uh, yes yeah
2: yes and if you as a parent have teens or tweens that are talking about sex scarletteen.com all the way. I will recommend this site to anyone. I love it so much. It's great. I even learn things, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great resource for for teens and parents. Scarlet
1: teens. One of my uh, best pieces of advice about about sex in teenage years. Dan Savage. Do you read or listen to him?
2: Yes, both uh, his podcasts. Yeah,
1: I, I love his his advice. Uh, don't worry about getting your 16 year old self laid. Worry about getting your
0: 20 year old self.
2: laid. Amen. <laughs> Uh, Amen.
0: Well, anyway, I, I, which actually no, that, that dovetails nicely with what happens next because Kevin goes back to school. Yeah. When, when yes. I, before
1: and we end this, uh, the scene with Sam and Kevin. What I like about it is like there's just like a li- it's a little way w- with like Scott Bakula plays it. Like he realizes he's never going to see Kevin again.
2: Yeah.
1: At the end of the scene. Yeah. 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 Well, I, it's almost like like when Al shows up right after. Like he's expecting like to
0: he's, about to, he's about to leap at any yeah. second now. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. I was well, probably a part of him that's wondering why haven't I leaped yet? Yeah. You know? right. Um speaking of which though, high school, Kevin gets there and there's this moment where, you know, he he is Kevin is positive that he is going to get made fun of. Yeah. Um, and he gets intercepted by um
2: Jackie. Jackie
0: First. And Should there's, he there's, wants to be his date? Yeah, there's a really nice there's actually a really nice moment. And 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 honestly, if it had ended there it would have just been like, oh, alright, cool.
2: But instead... It doesn't,
0: though. And so what happens is, his friends, friends, friends... They're not his
2: they're friends. They're not his no, friends. No, 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 yeah.
0: His friends... He's gonna
2: get better friends.
0: ...stand up and start applauding the fact that, hey, everybody, look, it's the virgin, virgin man. Virgin yeah. man, yeah. See, yeah. And, uh, there's this moment where it's just sort of like, why, why is that? Hey,
2: Poor why? Jackie just perpetuates... All the. Better. Well, yeah, because she grabs Stereo him. And she she says,
1: you've got to be kidding. you got to be
2: kidding. Guess, he grabs
0: him, kisses him, I mean, and they go into the extended make out. Everybody cheers. For
2: love. Super
0: long fucking kiss, too. Awkwardly oh, God. Awkwardly long. Oh, my God, yeah. right? Awkwardly long.
2: It's like the end of Newsies. I'm just like, whoa, this is Dicky? Uh, <laughs> like,
1: come on. <laughs> uh, but, it, yeah, it's.
2: Uh, I don't. I just,
0: I, it's it's, yes. it
2: goes, its just the whole, like, boys are supposed to be getting laid, and girls who have sex with boys at that age are sluts, and it's like, I just, I can't even deal with it.
0: Yeah, it, it is, it is interesting, too, you know, even one of the things that um, one of our listeners pointed out is that it's like, um, you know, she kisses him, and immediately he's like a sexual hero. Yes! You know, and and, and it's and it's all about him. Like we're just
2: perpetuating this giant lie.
0: Yeah, as opposed to it, as opposed to it, just being like, I mean, whatever, fine. She kisses him. She says, as if, like, I, whatever, fine. Do what you want. But there's also the alternative there of just being like, you know,
2: I like this guy. Yeah, just grab, just grab
0: his hand and walk out of the cafeteria and be like,
2: yeah, fuck your
0: opinions, you know, like whatever. Or...
2: I I mean, ideally, that situation would have gone, I don't care, it'll happen later. Or maybe not. Right, right. Like, she still could have kissed him and been like, I think he's hot no matter what.
0: Sure. Yeah, right, yes, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
2: Like,. Like, this is the guy that I'm into, I don't care what you jerks are saying.
0: Even if she, like, even if they had just cut the line, that's part of the issue, too. So often you find in, in film and television, it's like, it's just overwritten. You know, if the, if she had not have said the line and instead just kissed him and it not been this super long, awkward, weird fucking makeout session that nobody ever right. does in their high school cafeteria, had letter? it just been a kiss, like, that's the thing. Had she not said the line and just kissed him, it would have been enough to just be like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. So... Anyway, it happens. But Kevin gets full wizard status. Kevin to, is full wizard now. Full Arizona guy. At the same time as this is happening, Sam is folding laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sam's- Al is showing dinosaurs
1: din- to yeah. Teresa. Oh, so I realized watching the scene, I am way off my dinosaur game.
2: <laughs> oh, what is the one she says at the end? I'm like, I didn't even know <laughs> I mean, that existed. Yeah.
0: Diplodocus. Very yeah. good, thank yeah. you.
2: Is yeah. it, but did they change? Like, because I was like, oh, it's a brontosaurus, which I yeah. know isn't even a real thing, like yeah. anymore. It's, like, it's so. so- um,
0: but there's there's something to do with the crest on the head. I yeah. used to be a dinosaur. Yeah. No, uh, legit. But there's yeah. but there's a, but there's a moment there uh, where yeah, Al is connecting with Teresa and showing her these things, and then all of a sudden we get this really cool, interesting moment where like Sam can tell he's about to leap, you know, and, yeah, and, and which hasn't really happened before. And then Al looks at Teresa and is like, Hey, you know, I'm
2: gonna go. I'm gonna
0: go. And, and she doesn't want him to go, and that's when Al promises like, Don't worry, I'll see you again. Um, and it's 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 sweet. It is a sweet moment, but it is also sort of
2: disingenuous. Oh, what?
0: Yeah. What is he? Is he does he? But there, there I, I think in the well, moment, I don't know
2: that it's disingenuous. I think I think Al truly wants yes. to Com- see her. Again. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But yes. But it's it is. It's, it's it's unrealistic given um, what where he is <laughs> you know
0: yeah yeah uh, and 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 so you know they they do leap out so the thing is is that like we mentioned earlier there is actually a book that follows up on it and it is uh um probably one of the better novels uh, yeah. honestly in yeah. the line yeah uh written by uh l elizabeth storm uh how's that for her name and uh and so she she basically writes the story of what happens to Teresa, like, you know, 20 years later. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Right up. We'll get there. I mean, yeah, I haven't
1: read it in quite a year. like, I I reread the synopsis coming into it today. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, like the, the last scene of the book literally made me
0: cry.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and, 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 and then we get the, um, uh, also one quick thing to mention is that we do get the Leap Home Suite is uh-huh. played yep. while Alice is, is telling her goodbye. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the little hand bonding The little thing hand thing. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, of course, Sam leaps out and Al all of a and he's a football quarterback. Yeah. Has no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. So this is interesting that I looked into Matt's book. This is one of the rare cases for
1: whatever reason on the DVD and the Blu-ray. They actually corrected Where Sam was going to leap to next, because as originally aired, this leaped into a repeat of how the test was won. Oh. Fascinating. But for whatever reason, whereas, like, the rest of the episodes, it's purely an episode dump. Like, they showed it as it aired. Yeah. For some reason, they fixed this one, and they actually show him leaping into where he leaps into.
0: Next, for real, interesting, yeah, uh, yeah. I did read that too, uh, which is interesting because it doesn't happen on any others, you know. No. Like, yeah, I don't know. so that's uh, that's bizarre. But anyway, so yeah,
1: he leaps into uh, into a football player.
2: I thought this was a good episode.
1: Me I too. I, I did. It. Yeah, it was.
2: I liked it. I, I too. I, I did even because this is one of the ones that I actually remember watching. When I was younger, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, uh, Big Brother Blossom. I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, but no, it's just it's it's nice to you see the the softer side of Sam, <laughs> if you mm-hmm. will. Um, it's
1: also it, like know whether he leaps into a woman, but that is not the focus. Exactly. Of yeah. exactly. the episode, um, it is kind of weird how like earlier in the episode, Alice all about hey, let's get this kid laid. That's must be what we're here to do but but Uh,
2: they both I think they both you know show a lot of sensitivity in in dealing with these kids mm -hmm. um and uh and I think um as messed up as Teresa might be because of it (laughs) um -hmm. it's uh you know I don't know I think the older kids are probably maybe even better for it I don't know
0: yeah, I know. I would agree with that, actually. I think that there's, you know, that the, you know, one of the interesting things, too, is I think that when Linda leaps back in, there's not going to be as big of an inc- incongruity as there would be, say, in the last episode, for instance. Okay, thing right. back <laughs> in, Oh, know. my God. Uh, yeah. I think that, like, this family is going to get to carry on in, in a very sort of natural yeah. way. Um, Teresa will probably have, you know, uh-huh. as maybe touched upon in the book.
2: Some nightmares. Uh, you
0: know, some issues here and there. But but for the most part, yeah, I think that... Kevin, um,
2: obviously, will have nightmares as well. Well, <laughs> of a different
0: nature. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, but overall, yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a really good episode, and I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's, like, my favorite episode of the second season, um, but but it's just, yeah, it's just really good. And, it, and, it, and other than the aberration of Portrait of Patorian, <laughs> uh, it continues. It continues that sort of nice, you know, uh, um, rush of episodes that we've had in the second season mm-hmm. that have really just been top notch. Yeah, um, and it is. Yeah, they're, it's, it's they're, fi-
2: they're, they're definitely figuring it out. I think,
0: Without a doubt, out. yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Completely agree. So it'd
1: be inter- uh, if we go work it out. Uh, Matt Dale, who's the writer of the trivia book that we completely that we reference a lot. Yes. Uh, hopefully if we work out schedule wise he's going to be the guest on All Americans next yeah. week and it's interesting because we've been messaging back and forth
0: he absolutely hates this episode
2: oh, I love it <laughs> and so,
0: I I've got to be honest seven with you I've, I've not watched rewatched it yet and I don't remember a whole lot about it so it's going to kind of be a bit of a, a, a I, I, I remember anyway. I remember the broad strokes but it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting but uh, one other thing though, that I wanted to mention real quick because we didn't necessarily give the context within the episode. We talk about how Teresa can see Al and see Sam. Is the way that Ziggy explains it is that kids under five exist in a natural alpha yes, state. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. We missed that. Um, so, so whatever we, that means. Yeah, I, I think that it's positive as being like this. like uh, the purity of truth. Like, I think is what. Yeah. They,
2: they, yeah.
0: And and that's yeah. easier to go. They go Sam
1: it's a plot device <laughs> <laughs> to make this episode more interesting
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, um, oh my goodness but yeah overall it's a really great episode I feel like it's it's interesting too because we get a lot of layers of Al mm-hmm. you know there's sort of there's sort of Al like let's get the kid laid there's also the Al of like you lay a finger on him I'll kill you there's also the Al of like I'm gonna take care and nurture this child and teach her dinosaurs right. you know like, so it's, it's, it's a good Al episode which I appreciate people
2: um, so have layers right
0: right
1: they do, yeah. They do. Uh, the, Al is treated a lot better in, in this Deborah Pratt episode than he was in the last Deborah Pratt episode, which was "What Price Gloria"? <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure, for sure.
1: Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of, I think if you're listening to this episode, speaking of "What Price Gloria," at about the same time, I guess it on another League podcast, "Back Into the Future." I think Back into the future. If it's not coming out in the next few days, it's already come out in the last few days. Yay! Where we where we talk about this episode. Nice. Uh, so I'm sure we'll post a link, something on our social media to go over there and, and take a listen to, to their podcast. Yeah, and really good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. The crossover Absolutely. episodes. So yeah. To speak. Uh, a little bit. We're talking about. Uh, it's not going to work out as soon as we hope, but hope we're hopefully doing a crossover episode at some point. Dipper Pratt did write "So
0: Help Me God." Oh, she did. Yeah. Okay. So there is yeah. an episode. Of, but to be fair. Al didn't have a whole lot to do in that episode so like yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what well, Price gloria was not a, a shiny moment for me.
1: yeah but anyway uh, so this is yeah. this week was another mother
0: another mother thank you for joining us Claire Yes, thank you
2: so much, Claire. it was so much fun as always um, thank you guys so much I was having a good time thank, thank you fine.
0: thank you so much and uh, we will uh, leap out of here. here and uh, we'll, we'll see you next, you next week for week. All Americans
1: yeah. bye absolutely All right. thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed what you've heard or have any questions or comments don't be shy. Reach out to us online at FWWQuantumLeapPod.com or Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Fates Wide Wheel. And remember to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you may be listening. Until next time.